Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He is difficult to beat, and he is Australia's one of Australia's greatest Iron Men. On record, he is Australia's He's greatest, greatest Iron Man. He's the greatest. Born, born in Clamour, mm. New South Wales, but he represents Surface Paradise, which is also the breeding ground of a couple of other pretty good champions. He um, was my hero growing up, one of the champions, Trevor Henry. Mate, well, mate, yeah, Carla Gilbert, she used to, I used to run track yep. and field with her back in the day. She was a freak of an athlete. Well, he loves his rugby league as well. I talk about eight-time Cool and Gutter Gold champion, four-times Nutri-Grain Series winner, Ali Day, and he joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Ali? Yeah, going really well. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us on. So, firstly, from Kiama, so who do you actually support in the rugby league? Mm. Oh, well, I was um, mum and dad. Well, my mum's from the northern beaches, and uh, dad was from the eastern suburbs. So, um, as you know, Sats, I don't know if Maddie knows, but big eastern suburbs fan. Yeah. So I go for the Roosters. Then we moved south to Kaima. So, um, I guess you could say I was born in the area, but moved south, like, you know, when I was two or three years old. So, um, yeah, still supporting them. Roosters fan, eh? It's a tough old year for you today. What, what have they got to do to change things, mate? Have you got any tips for them? Uh, well, I watched uh, obviously watch watch every game. I watched 360 most nights. So, <laughs> you know, obviously, it's a bit of a uh, Sats knows a bit of a passion or a bit of a hobby yeah. for me. I, I just love sport like you guys do. But yeah, I heard Robbo sort of saying that he needs to they need to like loosen the grip of the club sort of thing. So I I, I have faith that it will it, it will happen um, and it will open up for them. It seems like they're almost trying too hard at yeah. the moment, doesn't it? So um, they've just had, I don't think there's any, any real sort of like one thing you can pinpoint, but, um, and I don't, I know they're not a club to make excuses either, but they've had just a bit, a bit of a like disrupted sort of year in terms of a lot of, you know, positional changes and, uh, guys being on report or, you know, um, just things like that happening in games. But, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, they, they probably should have won it on the weekend. Um, they just didn't start that well. So, but, yeah, as I said, it's still still a bit of time to go. And, I, you know, obviously really love to see them make the eight. And I still think they will. Now, growing up, Ali, as a kid, every Sunday afternoon in summer, just couldn't wait for the, the series to be on Sunday afternoons and watch Guy Andrews go How against Trevor Handy. And Craig Riddington was so oh, good in the man. swim. and. But then when you look at winter, is winter your off-season? Like, what do you do in winter? Winter's almost our – it's almost like footy. It's our pre-season, right? So, like, this is where all the hard work uh, gets done. So, like, we, we race our national titles, which finished in, in early April, and you get, you know, a bit of April, a bit of May, and a bit of June off, and then, then we sort of start back. And the, the first race of the calendar is the cooling out of gold, which is in October, and – you know, for those that don't know, that's the, the the marathon race. They made a movie about it in the 80s. It, it, it made that race famous. Um, Guy Leach, I was with only just the other day. Uh, he was the first inaugural winner of the race. That's what the, 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 the cup uh, is named after. So you've obviously, with a marathon race, you've got to train 
you know, a hell of a lot because it's um, obviously 40-something K. So we're doing all the work like as we speak right now so um, so that in summer, you know, obviously when the, the races roll around, we're ready to go. We're talking to Ali Day here on Sports Day, Australia's greatest Iron Man, and this is brought to you by World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Rat, yeah, mate. Um, growing up as a as a young athlete, I mean, I, I, I my, my old man was my hero, and another footy player by the name of Brett Kenny. Who did you look up to when you were growing up? Uh, did you want to be a footy player, or did you always want to be in the surf? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, mum and dad, obviously, particularly my dad, took us to so many sporting events. I, I idolised, um, I used to love Brad Fittler um, growing up and then Craig Wing for the Roosters. Mm. I remember getting a real close eye on those guys, like warming up at the SFS back in the day. But in terms of, I was more suited to surf life saving. And I think, you know, the, the names like Dean and Darren Mercer um, and Phil Clayton from Wollongong or down in my way, I really looked up to. But as I got older and, and started to, I guess, you know, aspire or want to be and started to race those sorts of guys. It was, it was Shannon Eckstein. He was like the, you know, in my eyes, he was the hardest person, the toughest competitor I've ever raced against. And, you know, you guys mentioned Trev at the top of the top of the show. And, you know, he's, he's the president um, of Service Paradise Surf Club. And obviously I didn't get to race him. I've seen him race, seen the footage of him, sorry, racing, you know, um, way back when. And, he would have been amazing to race against. But in terms of idols, I think it was, um, it'd have to be someone like Shannon Eckstein. He was the one that I wanted to sort of, uh, you know, emulate and, and try to be like. Yeah, mate, I, um, I, I've heard like Courtney Hancock on, on after a protest interview, sort of given it to a competition about, you know, Rubbin's racing basically. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not for fun out there. Uh, is there. Is there much smack talk amongst the athletes or are you all good mates and it's you patting each other on the back when you win? Or lose. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, yeah, that's a good, good question. I think there used to be a lot more of it, um, but I guess it's similar to like a lot of sports now. Everyone's a bit, including me, I'm a bit scared of, you know, scared to say something that that might give the opposition uh, or my competitors a bit of an advantage. So that there might be behind closed doors. Mind you, I'm the oldest now in the series sort of thing, so maybe maybe there are a few people talking a bit of smack behind my back, but most of the thing I don't I don't really see, and, and also at the same time I um you know you do your best not to to really focus on that stuff. You focus on you know obviously just executing on the day, but I, I'd, I'd have to say it's definitely out there, particularly with those younger guys for sure. Well, mate, <laughs> I reckon what we need to do, and what we've talked about this for State of Origin, is we set up. The UFC style press conference with all the athletes, and before the race, you actually <laughs> yeah, say like you actually say what you think yeah. about each other, and you, you know, I'm going to kick your butt and swim, and you can't paddle, and mate, that's I mean, <laughs> yeah, and get yeah, the fans yeah. engaged. Like people, are, oh mate, this is going to be good. He hates him, and they're into him, and and even if you have to make it up, yeah. it'd be fun, wouldn't it? Like I reckon yeah, it'd be unreal. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it'd be unreal. I think, you know, did, is that true what they said? What they paid Gal? I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah, no, they did. They did pay Gal. Oh, I didn't believe that when I heard it the other day, but maybe, yeah, I think characters like that definitely help, um, you know, raise the bar. I still remember years ago, I think, I think Kane Eckstein, he came out and said he had more ticker than Kai Hurst, and <laughs> and that was, you know, probably the last time that, you know, I'd heard something like that, but they're two guys that, again, they're, they're, uh, have been greats of our sport, and, and it really fired both of them up to come out and prove, like, who was, you know, who had, who had more ticker, so... Yeah, you're probably right, Matty. We probably need a little bit more of that. Hey, Ali, you, you talk about the Eckstein brothers and, and Shannon most notably, but we see so many brothers in sport are so different. You know, the Johns brothers are different. Jason and Darren Smith. Very different. Completely different. 
the Eckstein brothers, Kane and Shannon, are they the same? Are they polar opposites? Nah, they're polar opposites. Obviously, they've got the love and, and the drive and the discipline and the passion and all that sort of stuff. That And, and obviously, the skills that, that make them so amazing in the water. But, you know, I would, I'd would i have to say they're completely two different, completely, you know, kettles of fish, both of them. So, like, I've spent a fair bit of time with them over the years. And, um, yeah, they couldn't be, you know, any more opposite, if that makes sense. So your training, your training schedule, take us through what your week looks like, how much time you spend in the gym with, with the weights and resistance training compared to, to spending time on the sand and in the water? Yeah, most of it's starts just taken up in, in the water, obviously, and, and we're trying to master really like four disciplines. So you've got to be able to swim, you've got to be able to run, um, and you've got to be able to board paddle and ski paddle, and you've got to be able to do... Obviously, those three legs in the water um, in surf, too. So, like, you have no idea if it's going to be windy one day or if it's going to be flat or if it's going to be big, it's going to be cold, whatever it might be. You've got to be a master, really, at, at being able to read the ocean and be good on those three legs and, and use a run transition to, to transition those into an Ironman race. So, um, a lot of the time is spent um, in the pool in the mornings. I swim at Bond University five mornings a week. I'm in the gym um, a couple of days a week, a bit of Pilates as well. And then in the afternoon, it's the best part of the job. You're at the beach every afternoon or on the canals here on the Gold Coast, and you're either alternating between board and ski. And then on a uh, Saturday morning, we put that all together in our bread and butter session, which is our Ironman session. And um, so it's, it's anywhere between 13 to 16 sort of sessions a week. And, oh, you know, at the moment, as I mentioned before, you're doing – you're doing a lot, a lot of Ks at the moment just to make sure you're, um, you know, you're getting the shopping done early um, and making sure you're ready for that for that summer to roll around. So I've done a fair few pre-seasons now. I'm 33 now, so hopefully I've got a few more years left and, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy it um, as much as I can. I know that sounds cliche, but just trying to really enjoy, you know, the last few years of, um, of my career and, and, and hopefully they're just as successful as what they have been um, over the last few yeah, mate. You know, you just said you're 33, so you're probably at the at the the pointy end of the career rather than the start. Um, when I when I started, I, I I thought I'm training so hard I can eat what I want. What what, what do you eat like pre comp or you know during your training programs? Are you strict on your diet or do you, are you really sort of oh well, I'm training my butt off I can eat what I want? Or are you very very yeah, mindful I of did, that? I, I didn't use. I didn't used to be. I, um, you know, when you move out of home and, you, you know, I remember eating a lot of Domino's and drinking a lot of Pepsi Max and things <laughs> like that. And But it, uh, I still remember, you know, like living with a family and they asked how I wanted my steak and I was like, I don't know, I just have it how mum normally cooks it. I don't know what, what that is. So you like... Yeah, you learn you learn a lot when you move out of home. And to be honest, you know I still probably haven't learned that much. I went from living with a family to you know finding my girlfriend, who's now my wife, that does ninety nine point nine percent of the cooking. The only cooking I do is just pressing the Uber order for Gemellini's at um, at Nobby's Beach. So. Oh, it's but a good, no, it's, it's a good order. It, yeah, it is. It's bloody good on a Saturday night. But everything in moderation. I that's that's one area I've worked really hard at over the years is trying to find. The point one percent or the one percent where I can make an area that that might you know keep me training longer or or being able to recover faster. I think sports science has come a long way um, in the last few years in terms of that nutrition. So it is something I take really really seriously, and it's something that you know that I, I just don't want to leave a stone unturned. You know, with a few years to go, I may as well do my best 
um, and, and I can put my head on the pillow at night and know that, you know, I'm giving everything I can to this sport. So, um, yeah, diet for me, uh, Matty, is pretty important. Very nice. How's the young bloke going? You're a young kid, a young boy too, haven't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's um, Danny's. Uh, he's nearly three. Oh, he's three in November, so two and two and a bit now, which is um, yeah, which is great. It adds that other, I guess, element, and you've got more to fight for when yeah. they're, when they're there. And always wanted that photo, and I'm not sure if you guys, you guys probably would have had it in your, you know, in your playing careers. Like always wanted that photo post race or, or post game or whatever with your kid and. I'm stoked that I sort of got that. I saw all the older guys in my sport, like winning races and and getting to have those moments with the kids on the beach. And I'm sure you I'm, I'm, did. You guys get that on the uh, footy field? I'm sure I got, I got, I got, here, a, I got a losing photo with my son after the Rugby World Cup in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. He was crying. He was about seven at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, gonna, I think I've actually seen. I think I've actually seen that photo. <laughs> I, got a, I got a great photo with my son Jack. He was six at the time after the grand final. We both looked at the camera like celebrating, and he's a mad footy fan. And and now how the worlds have turned now, he now works at Penrith in yeah, the footy wow. department. So, cool yeah, it's interesting how it all, it all plays out. Hey, Ali, it's uh, always great to catch up with you. You've always got a great story. And, and I know it's in your off-season, but I'm pretty sure you're, you're working pretty hard towards uh, this upcoming summer. So for World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. Well, this guy is a legend. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Ali. Thanks, thanks, boys. Appreciate it.